So here it is, one month, 62 games, 12 cities, 171 goals, over 6,000 minutes of football, and we saw it all. But it's not all over yet till the shed has had its say. Chimbala ye quando vejo só beijando o mar. Chimbala ye toda vez que ele vai repousar. Chimbala ye quando vejo só beijando o mar. Chimbala ye toda vez que ele vai repousar. I'm here once again with, for the last time, I'm here with Leonardo Bianco. Buonasera. We're missing the, uh, the beautiful voices of uh, Fabio and Massimo, so we get, we're joined by a special guest. The next best, best thing to Massimo, it's Bob Trofa. Hello. Welcome. No, no, no. Welcome to you, Bob. <laughs> How does it feel to be in the shed? Feels different. Good debut. Good debut. Let's hope it is. And of course, as always, producer Wade. Good evening. Good evening. Let's let's get straight to it. What a final. What what happened? How did Germany win? Uh, I suppose I'll I'll start this one off. They won because I don't know. In my eyes just Argentina didn't turn it on. Um. Throughout the whole World Cup, you know, as much as I wanted them to win because of Messi and all that, you know, I'm not that, I'm not that disappointed that they didn't, just simply for the fact that they just, they just, they didn't do anything amazing. So, uh, yeah, and that's it really. So that's why I was, and, and Germany did, because Germany, you know, in the semi-finals against Brazil. So in that sense, I'm not too upset. What about the misses? Uh, what the Higuain missed, the Messi missed, the Palacio that Bellingham. Do, do you think they had a big impact on the final outcome of this game? Uh, well, of course. You know, chances like that go in, the game changes. It's what football is really all about. It's just taking those, like you know, those uh, those chances when you get them, and when you take those chances, you know, the game just completely changes. I mean, you, you like. hear games, you know, forever about, you know, you see like a 3-1 scoreline, but it could easily have been different, you know, if someone didn't take their chances or so on. So, uh, I feel sad, to be honest. You, I was going to say, Leo, you seem subdued. You, yeah. you, you've lost that spark. Why Why has the German victory upset you so? Ah, bloody Germans, really. <laughs> you know, another thing that annoyed me about the Germans is the way they celebrate. It, it, it didn't seem like it was the greatest thing that ever happened to them, like you'd want to see. You know, you want to see players literally crying, crumbling, you know, full of emotion. And the Germans just like, come on, we are the Germans. That's a good result. Let's go for the next one. I seem to remember you uh, saying that you were annoyed that the Brazilians were crying after every victory. What's the difference between Brazil The difference crying? is that Germany have just won the World Cup. And they're, you know, I, I don't, you know, emotion during the games and that is... Is different to emotion after something when you know you can't do anything about something about anything. Uh, so yeah, the Brazilians, yeah, they were emotional during the games. They were, all, you know, it was a uh, part of their part of their play. You know, but after you won the World Cup, you wanted to see more. Well, I just want to see tears. I want to see Miroslav closer, literally crumbling. <laughs> you know, I'll come to Chris in a sec. But Roberto, yes. what what did you make of the final? Who was you cheering for? Oh, I wanted Argentina to win, but throughout the tournament, Germany were probably the strongest team. Argentina, they neatened up in the last two games, defensively-wise. Although, their big miss was Di Maria. He was so you think team. Di Maria not being there had a big impact? 
yeah, he created a lot of things for Argentina. Even though we saw the failed Rabona that he tried crossing against Switzerland, <laughs> but he made up for it by scoring a crucial goal that game. Uh, I remember you were disappointed when Lavezzi came off at half time. Why? Or do you think that had a big impact on the game as well? Lavezzi was playing very strong for Argentina. He was getting through the Germans quite well. His pace was good against the the defense, but. Uh, it just wasn't Argentina. It's hard work. That's the thing about Lavezzi is it's hard work, and I don't know why it took him off so early in the game, uh, half time, because you know he does uh, he does give it his all. Although he's not incredible on the ball, he's not the worst on the ball. But yeah, probably did make a difference. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing Hubbard is, however you say his name, yeah. uh, breathed a huge sigh of relief when he lined up in the second half about Lavezzi there. Maybe, yeah. Now let's come to uh, the part everyone has been waiting for. Krish, this was the first time you got any of your predictions right in the show. (laughs) This is your moment here. This is please look, milk it for all it's worth. Just don't talk for longer than is necessary. Sum up: How did Germany win this? They're they're a team of outstanding players rather than relying on one outstanding player. Simple. And uh, is that a reference to the fact that Argentina were relying on Messi? No, they're reliant on um, Sergio Romero. They're the, that he was their main important player, I reckon, in the last few games. More, done more than Messi. Does it? I've, I don't think Messi deserved the golden boot. Don't believe Messi deserved half the praise he got in this World Cup. To be honest, I mean to that's a bit harsh. To be but... perfectly honest with you, because Tony Kroos, most accurate midfielder, gets no praise whatsoever. Uh, does a lot more for done a lot more for Germany. And then, uh, then he gets praised. But I'm sorry, but the expectation. He, he's been. He has been the. He has. Yeah, he's been, been the good. most accurate passer of them. His assist is. He's everything. Yeah. I remember reading a stat that Ozil was actually the. Uh, Ozil's been having the picnics. The undoubted, uh, understated champion of the German oh, midfield. I think. Well, it's, a, it's as you say. I. I it's what Germany have done but a lot of people think Tony Kroos and you also have Sammy Kadira then you have Mesut Ozil then you have um, Philippe Lam. they're a team of outstanding players they're a team that have done they've the project that Yogi Love has been Yogi Love has been working on is, I think it's paid dividends and I think they'll be favourites for the Euros but it's, they're just a team of outstanding players rather than relying on one what, what did player. you think to the goal? It's, it's a goal that you'd think Messi would score. Do you... <laughs> I can't believe how quiet Chris is today. You know? I'm being quick, simple to the point. It's just <laughs> it's good Germany. Yeah, but uh, can I go back to the thing with Messi and the Golden Boot? I mean, this is the problem with uh, this is where Messi's. Carlos Rodriguez should have won that Golden Boot. You know, let, let me let me. All right. Uh, the thing is with Messi at the moment is if he doesn't do something incredible, even better than what he's done before, it's it's like simply I'm not failing good to see. Apart from his I'm goals, I'm not saying he goals, it. I'm not saying he deserved it. In, but his goals think... have been incredible. Don't get me wrong. To but what what no, has no, he no, done? But I'm just saying. I'm not a saying he does, I'm goals. not saying he deserves it, but I'm just saying a couple of good goals. Sh- and a he good doesn't pass. deserve the you know the sort of slate in that. Surely oh, the fact that Argentina are in the, are final, in the final is yeah, a absolutely. testament to how good what, Messi. What is a testament to the reason why he shouldn't be anywhere near that golden boot? Javier Mascherano is giving a team talk extra time. Messi walks off 
No, I don't think that's Well, that's, that's the thing. Work. Messi's not that type of person. Well, I think it's a team like, game in the World Cup. You shouldn't be walking off when your captain's giving the team to Yeah, well, wasn't Messi captain? No. Yeah, Messi. Messi, yeah. Well, Messi was captain. But, but, but the thing is, yeah. right, the leader of that team is definitely Absolutely. Personality-wise. But, you know, the leader isn't necessarily always the best player, and the best player isn't necessarily well, always the leader. It's a similar thing with Germany, I guess. Kadira is the undoubted leader That's the thing. Of that Germany... Team. Going into this World Cup, a great start with Portugal, 4-0. And then, but even without, they've done this with with losing their main attacker, Marco Royce. They've also done that by losing Sami Kadira. And then Christoph Kramer gets, Zeki Garay takes him out. Well, we, you could say, argue, take him out. But, I, it, I'd say the technical term is sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, exactly. Get sledgehammer to the face. So you're down. Bottom, but they got on with it. Literally, throughout this World Cup, they just got on with it. They won by... They won. It may not have been beautiful at times, especially against France. But they did what they had to do. Shut down France. Give Val Buena yeah. no... Don't let Val Buena play. And they shut him out. 1-0. They did what they had to do. A perfect team game. They played the perfect team. They were the best team. As always... Would you say that this was Germany's weakest... This is their weakest showing, though, surely, at this World Cup? They were they were vulnerable to Argentina's attacks. They, they got opened vulnerable. up three or yeah, four of times. of course. But I think that nerves plays a part in that as well. It's a World Cup final in the grandest... It doesn't get bigger than that. And even Argentina showed that as well. They allowed, Argent, they allowed Germany to play, but also Argentina had their chance. But then it, you come back to the Higuain chance. That was an important chance. But he snatched at that. But also you can argue the fact that Higuain's not expecting Tony Crows to head at that back. And that's been Tony Crows' first mistake during the whole tournament. And it happened to be in the final. But what can you do that these things happen? So he snatched it. Had that Higuain scored that chance, would you still have given the Ballon d'Or? Or the the Golden Boot? To what, Messi? Messi No, to Tony Crows. I would have still given it to a Germany player. Probably the guy that you've got up on your mat. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah. let's let's talk about Neuer because everyone is saying he is the best keeper in the world. But yeah. is he the best goalkeeper of the tournament no. in the World Cup? I'd, say, I'd put Kaylor Navas in front. Oh, of Oh, but you shook your head there. Who who is your goalkeeper of the tournament? I feel Navas or Ochoa has uh, Neuer already has a strong defence in front of him. He was strong defensively on his own as well, but Navas was something else. Even against Holland. Pulled off some spectacular thing. He even went a bit down. He went down in extra time and got up and carried on. Mm. Krish, so do you do you agree with Bob there? Is I it Navas? I agree. I, I'd say Kate is either out. Yeah, Kate or Navas. Or Tim Krull. <laughs> Tim Krull? <laughs> yeah. Tim How long was he on the Everyone's uh, forgotten about USA. Well, Tim Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I obviously don't. Um, United comes mm. into that one. I yeah. think when it comes to, uh, well, for me anyway, like in terms of the best goalkeeper, it's also you know whose style do I most appreciate? And honestly, it probably definitely is Neuer's because uh, he's, he's bring, he's taking keeping to another level. Yeah, you know, some would say he's bringing it back to yeah. the Harold Schumacher school well, of goalkeeping. Yeah, some maybe too literally. <laughs> Higuain was looking for that. Oh, come on. <laughs> he was yeah. looking for that. He was, he was looking for contact. De- he got that desperate for Argentina. He was though. looking for contact, maybe not to be absolutely wiped out. <laughs> but, 
only Christoph Kramer can truly say he was wiped out yeah. in that final. He, I, yeah, I was quite worried about him. Yeah. He literally did look like somebody had flicked Possessed. a switch in his head because he didn't know what was going yeah. on. He looked like somebody had turned, pressed the standby button. This Germany team, though, you got to realise that they've still got Julian Draxler to come into that. They've got, um, well, the guy that replaced um, Sammy Kadira, Christoph Kramer, who plays four, I think Borussia Munchen. That he's a brilliant. Well, he's going to be. He's got potential to be a really good holding midfielder. What about the man who was missing? Uh, of course, Marco Royce as well to come into that. Exactly. He's just, and the Mario Götze isn't even a starter just yet. It just goes to show the strength and depth that they have. So you would say the future is bright for Germany. Yeah, I'd say so. But I could wouldn't... you see an, a period of dominance similar to the one Spain have had? I think they'll win this World Cup, but I don't think they'll win. They'll get very. I think they'll be. A, I don't think. I can't. I don't know. Something in me doesn't. It's telling me they. I mean, win the winning year. tournaments. It's not always about the best team, and no. I'm sure Germany probably are at the moment. But it's like even you know the final yesterday. Argentina could have easily have won it. You know, a few a few millimeters here. Messi get you know a few centimeters Messi to the left. One nil Argentina. Well, to be honest, I think that's one of the things that annoys me more than anything about the World Cup is. Before the, the final has, any, has even been played, people are already going straight away, this team should win it because they deserve it. Surely the whole point of the World Cup final mm. is to determine the winner of whoever deserves that, that game, right? Yeah. I, think, I think we all agree. I mean, as much as the... I don't think I've hate, put that much hate on Messi in this podcast. I <laughs> but I think he does... Honestly, it's heartbreaking because he does deserve... I think if there's two players out there in the world at the moment in our in our generation actually deserve a World Cup, you'd argue it is Messi and it is Cristiano. It's also, it's yeah. also quite sad how we have to judge certain players on you know certain achievements like winning the World Cup. Mm. I mean, people often forget you know Ronaldo's never going to win the World Cup. No. It doesn't mean he's never going to be the greatest player of all time because he's never going to win a World Cup. Football's a team game. Exactly, but winning World Cup to him would be. The, he'll look at the Euros yeah. as winning a World Cup because it's well, more realistic in that sense. Yeah. I, I think the World Cup is quite has a special mystique because Absolutely. it's unique. It's, it's once every four years. I mean, players probably only the most a player can ever have is two opportunities. It's mm-hmm. always the extra special players that go on to three or four tournaments. And extra special teams. Teams, yeah, but closer. I mean, how incredible was that? He played 88 minutes yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's rolling back the years. <laughs> <laughs> I say, it's, I say, it's the poetry. Did it? you know his um, his most longest range shot was actually a penalty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what in terms of goals? In the World Cup, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did enjoy the compilation. Uh, the BBC done for him after he broke. Uh, what with the Eins? Yeah, yeah. Zwei, drei. <laughs> so, so rounding up the World Cup final, do we all agree the best team won? Yes. Yeah. Um, the, the team, they deserved it in the end. I don't think Argentina deserved it. Had they won that game late on in the game, had they, you know, had they won the World Cup, you know, let's say on penalties or whatever, it would have been quite sad. I'm kind of glad it didn't go to penalties. Yeah, because it would have mm. been a sad victory. I don't know, for well, me anyway, it wouldn't have been the way I wanted you know, you Messi wanted, and Argentina you, to win it. You're not too fussed about 2006 winning it through penalties, are you? No, but well, that, that was different. <laughs> That was different, different because the Italians earn, you know, their you know their World oh, Cup because in the semis, you know, they beat Ukraine. That, even then, the two thousand six odd that was a great 
team. And it was a right moment. How it was with Germany, with Bastian Schweinsteiger and Bayern Munich bunch winning their, uh, what do you call it, the German treble. And then you can also argue a few players around there, Sammy Kadira winning the uh, Champions League. Winning mentality. Absolutely. You can also argue Javier Mascherano, Higuain to an extent, obviously Messi, and Zabaleta have that winning mentality, but not enough. So it was, I don't know, it was just there. I just thought it was amazing seeing Schweinsteiger walk up to collect his medal with a face that looked like I mean we were talking about comparing yeah. Messi to Rocky it actually looked like Schweinsteiger had been in the boxing ring yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. well it was funny to see Messi as well when he was up there collecting his award oh man his face he was like I mean why'd they do it I don't uh, understand yeah I was I, f- I found a few articles today mm. where they were they described this as the worst winning ceremony in World yeah. Cup history I think it took mm. 28 minutes for yeah, from the end of the game yeah. Yeah. to them. You had to wait a long time. And the Argentine, Argentinian players just standing there, just waiting. Just <laughs> <laughs> funny. Well, mm. did uh, any of you guys? Did any of us watch the third place place playoff? I know I did. Yeah. Is, yeah. is there any yeah. point talking about the third place playoff? I mean, we've seen the fall of Brazil. They've shipped ten goals in two games. Which all I'll say about it, Neymar's hard. made a quick recovery, isn't he, to be on that bench. That's <laughs> <laughs> and Luis Felipe Luis Felipe Escolar has been confirmed to be in the sacked. Good. I mean, is is this a blip for Brazil? Will they be back to being yeah. the Brazil that we know in the next World Cup? Not really. They'll need. Um, what is it again? What was I going to try and say? They need to look at their own domestic game. Change that. They need to look at. They need to look at a lot of things. Really. I mean, they've I got they good need players. a fresh they approach. They need they a fresh need approach. A bit of, um, I don't know. They, maybe they do need a new manager with you know, who's a bit more organised because the, they've got players, man. That's not. Let's not, uh, you know. They got to the semi finals. One point that Andrew drew upon last week in the pod was if you're Brazil. How can you not have a good number, a good solid world class number nine? That's what they need to look at, I think. Apart from, well, you can say, you can argue, obviously, Neymar being a number ten, but he could play in that position. But how have they not got one? What's happened to? They need to look at the likes of what's happening with Pato and, and that type of situation. Mm. And look at that. They've got a lot to work on. And I, I, I think it will be a wake up call. It's an end of an era, as they say. It's a good end to an era of Samba football. No, it's start not fun again. when the Germans win the World Cup. You know? it's just not it fun. is, because then we can get to play tunes like Kraftwerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, what did you think to Holland in this tournament? Holland were one of the strongest, and they went out on penalties, of course, but two terrible penalties were missed. Um, Robben, I feel, should have been one of the players of the tournament. And Really? Yeah. Yeah. He was just as strong as Messi, led that attack and the midfield. Even though he only had six touches in the first half against Argentina. Messi didn't do anything spectacular yesterday. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying he did, but, you know. Uh, I don't get this infatuation of being on Messi, though. Well, to be fair, if, if that shot, in the start of the second half, if that shot... Nine times out of ten, let's face it, goes into that corner. That corner for when Messi plays for Barcelona. If that had have gone in and Argentina had have won one nil, 
then I'm guessing the likelihood is we'd have been sat here talking about Lionel Messi's yeah. World Cup. Man. He still wouldn't have been ranked as one of his best goals, though. Oh, it's sure. just a standard. I think for me, the, the saddest point is I think he was the only player we felt that could deliver that spectacular, amazing run where he takes on three or four players, comes yeah. in and scores that individual goal. Because I think for me, the World Cup has been amazing, but it hasn't had that. Yeah. That moment of class, individual. Yeah, like the, you want to dribble, don't for you? Me, for me, the, the reason why I love that isn't the sight of the player running, it's always the commentator. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, he's going, he's still got the ball, he's going. And then you always get that, that, that bit of science for, he scored a wonder goal! See, that's the and difference. Guys you guys wanted, you guys wanted. We wanted Michael Owen against Argentina. That's what you wanted. Whereas I wanted. I don't think we've had a long shot as good as to- anyone that talks. We wanted from Bayern Badger, we I wanted a perfect bullet long shot. One oh, take, to be fair, one taken out of Torsten Frings's textbook. But, but surely, get Torsten Frings would have been proud of David Luiz's free. That's Absolutely a free kick. I'm talking about a smash. Just a, a smash. smash. I suppose the sun is, you know, when we yeah, trace got- back to it, comes from Italy. Get knocked down the group because of those sons of absolute Italian, you know, couldn't give us a knockout game. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's it, really. Is that still Burnley? Yeah, yeah absolutely. If Suarez didn't buy it, I'd love to see what what would go on there. Well, I'm glad you were talking about the goals, right? For you, what was your goal of the tournament? Chris? Goal of the tournament. Goal of the wow. goal of the tournament has been loads. I think you've got to say, um, I. I'm going to ask this to all of you, Chris. So please don't be, don't feel like the weight of expectation is on. Don't become our Messi. What well, is I your? I don't favorite? feel like Messi now. I don't feel. I'm going to. I don't feel. Okay. What um, is your favorite goal? Favorite goal. It's got to be James Rodriguez, isn't it? It's oh, got to be that. That cla- which one? He scored six, Chris. Each and every one. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, obviously, you know what that. Or I'd say the one that Messi should have scored last night from Mario Götze. <laughs> Bob, what is your favourite goal of the tournament? I think the best and most memorable will be Robin Van Persie's header. We'd never seen anything like it. Yeah, we had um, Messi, it's a long shot against Iran, also Shakiri's, but that just stood out because it was never been seen before. And Leo, your one? Uh, I don't know, I suppose the only one that comes to mind at this moment, I don't know why, is... Uh... David Luiz, his free kick. Only, all right, it's probably they're probably better goals, but I don't know. I loved it because you know mm. his style of free kick, uh, his celebration afterwards was incredible. Um, you know, ignoring what happened the next game against Germany, <laughs> it was an insane goal. But I love the celebration as well. Hold on, let's sell something else. Is there any what other goals? Wait, what about Tim Cahill? You've got any recommendations? Was, yeah, yeah, Tim Cahill's one. I'm yeah. surprised no one mentioned. But for me, I don't know why. Is that Azamoa Jan goal? Yeah, I think it's the one where Quadwo Azamoa's crossed the outside of the foot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know why no one's mentioned that. That was brilliant, though. I I did mention it earlier. It didn't even get put into BBC's official. Yeah, if we're talking about passes, assists. Yeah, I mentioned it in the pod. I remember you mentioned it. He's outside of his boot. Yeah, when I saw that again, I was like. Sick. Yeah, it just had something to it. So. We've, we've spoken about the goal of the tournament. Chris has talk, spoken about how James Rodriguez should have got player of the tournament. Blah, blah, blah. But what is your... I'll ask each of you your moment of the World Cup. Because it's been a World Cup full of individual moments. Leah, what's your favourite one? Oh, no. 
Uh, I don't know. Columbia celebrations, I suppose. They do not dance. Yeah, they do not dance. I mean. Uh, Take it for granted. Was it, did you? I didn't see it, but apparently there was one that they did that was a complete Michael Jackson. Yeah, my carbon copy of Thriller. Well, I've never seen the white man. Wasn't, but you know they did. I've say never seen was... the white man dance as good since Elvis Presley. Really. <laughs> oh, honestly, um, really. I mean, there's been plenty of moments. This World Cup is going to be quite. It's going to be remembered for quite a few moments. You know, there's Suarez, there's uh, there's Germany, Brazil, there's uh, I suppose in England there's going to be England not. You know, capable of winning a game. Uh, same as Italy, really. Uh, isn't yeah, same as Italy. Well, I'm sure I'm my, a big one. How my moment. It's got to be as soon as they pull it out. It's just perfect. The vanishing spray. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> it was brilliant. Players don't move anymore. No, but they do. But they need a visual. It, it, you just give them something visual. There's your line. Don't cross it. Done. Rather than. Shuffle here, shuffle here, shuffle here, shuffle here. Well, to be honest, I kind of miss that. It's kind of like uh, those old school Lauren Hardy silent moves. The referee turns his back, he like, grand, 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 all the players are shuffling. I, think, I don't think that hasn't given us as many free kicks, though. In goals scored, though. Free I think there's been a few, few free kicks. Well, I remember Jamaili. Um, so, so, but, but the referee using the vanishing spray. Oh, that's moment. brilliant! The first time I've ever seen it. I think they need. Oh, it should be rolled out in every single league. It's brilliant. Bob, what's your favourite moment? Um, it's hard really because many moments stood out this World Cup. Of course, Van Persie's header, but also the Greeks in the last minute getting that penalty to go through was a quite surprising moment as well. I think that was the only uh, last-minute penalty that we saw in the... Oh, no, should, of course, Holland as well. as well. But, I don't know, for me, I think my favourite moment of the World Cup has got to be Luis Suarez biting Chiellini. Yeah, only for the comedic value. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. When it happened and you first saw it, it was like, oh, my God. Not it, was, it was incredible. We were going mental anyway, so... Yeah. Well, it's just one of those moments. We we actually said t- 20 minutes before, this is the kind of game that we need uh, Suarez to sink his teeth into a player. <laughs> next thing we know, we, we, you don't even see it clearly at first. You just see the two players on the floor, then the next camera shot is Suarez holding his teeth. Yeah. I think for me, that's the iconic, Suarez holding his teeth. Either that or, you know, the, whoever the commentators were at the time, absolute denial. They were like saying, did he? Did he buy him? I don't think he did. They were like, come on, are you blind? Uh, yeah, so it's got to be Uruguay's handling of it, though. Yeah. It's disgraceful. It's quite weird, the way you see things, depending yeah. on which, uh, which thing you see. What angle you Another moment I think a lot of people have underrated in this tournament as well is one that's probably changed football now. It's the goal line technology. That, yeah. that France goal that went in and the goal line technology kicked in and that was the first time that we saw it used where we weren't sure if it was a yeah, goal or if it was so, yeah. I think That's for me true. definitely that was iconic. That's true. They did over in the twenty first century. So this is uh this is the end boys. It's all over, it's been long, it's been hard, it's been sweaty. This, that's, these aren't I'm not referring to anything else other than our emotions. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and our pain that the World Cup is is over. Well the Euros report. Will we be back in the shit in two years' time? Oh, 
way to see, go wait and see. I mean, Bob, you'll be, how old will you be? Man. Two years, I'm 15. Yes. Talk about young guns. Yeah. <laughs> Take over. Well, will you be around in two years' time? That's good then, that's good. good. So if all else fails, you know, we're back here. Unless we're actually in France recording the shit. Hopefully by then I'll have a driving license. Hopefully by then we'll be millionaires. But you know, you never know. Any special (laughs) shout before we leave? No, not really. Just to the listeners and I, there are a few. Well, we, had, we had quite a good turnout. Yeah, we had over about 700, I think, collectively. Yeah. And that's not counting the iTunes hits. Absolutely. I mean, how many downloads a week get? We've got voted podcasts a week twice in a row, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, uh, you know, the charts, the world charts. Uh, United Kingdom, countless weeks. Uh, so well, you know, first of all, I'd like to send out some special thanks. I'd like to thank Bianco's Bistro. You know, for anyone who, who needs a breakfast stick or any fried eggs, or they even do pasta now, they're outside the Red Bull garage. Also, Tony Sapini for that one episode where he lent us, lent us his stolen German microphones. I'd like to thank you, Leo, for producing, editing, and giving these beautiful songs. As always, Christian Gibb. Your predictions were wrong every single time. But I got the main one wrong. Apart from at the end, but we got there in the end. Indeed. I'd like to thank you as well, Bob, for standing in. Great mass was here. I'd like to thank the Persians. The Persians as well. Well, I'd like to thank Fab, but that sort of went off to the Iranians after they realised he was no good. They sent him back here. But as always, thank you very much. And please join us in two years' time. Hopefully, we'll be a bit more professional. Good night. Ding dong, ding dong, ding, sakun 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 ding, sak